Matt Wilkham and Father Randall Kazel here with you. It's 45 minutes past the hour on Real Presence Live, Monday morning, November 4th, in the year of our Lord, 2019. The Lord has called her to a special vocation, one that you may not have heard about. Patricia Cordell is going to share more about being a consecrated virgin and how she heard the call to this special way of life. Patricia, good morning. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Good morning. Thank you. And the Lord, uh, as we just mentioned, has called you to a special vocation. What what exactly is that vocation? Um, Consecrated virgin living in the world. Um, It is the most ancient form um, of life for women of the early Church to give themselves to Christ totally prior to religious life ever existing. Um, Religious life came about maybe 200 years after um, consecrated virginity ever was. So do you know about the time the that, that? Do you know well, about sorry? what time did what time did the consecrated vir- virgins start becoming uh, a pattern within the church? Is that maybe around the year one hundred or two hundred? Well, um, they have always said that Our Lady was the first. Um, yes, and then uh, you had like Lucy and. Agatha, Agnes are your famous ones. Um, but it, as far I'm not really sure the history of it, as far as when it had exactly started. But I would, I know that some of like Luke and them were, um, and Matthew actually consecrated virgins. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what does it mean in including in the in the current sense of uh, being a consecrated virgin? Uh, can you can you tell us more about what that means and how that's lived and expressed in your calling? Yes, um, a consecrated virgin is a woman after she receives her consecration is set apart from other women. Um, as totally being for the Church and for Christ. Um, Way of life is um, total prayer for your bishop, your priests, your deacons, um, and the whole Church itself. Um, You... So you're really you really kind of espoused to the Lord in a particular way, but not as part of any any particular community. Is that correct? Correct. Um, the difference between a religious sister and a consecrated virgin is a consecrated virgin lives in the world. Um, but is not of the world, which neither is a religious sister. Religious sister um, comes home to a community of other people living within that convent who are of the same order as she is. They rise at certain hours of the day and 
dedicate certain hours of their day to morning prayer, um, mass. Whereas me, I live that same life, but I'm not rigid as far as what hours those fall under. Um, Consecrated Virgin is required to do morning and evening prayer, the same as a religious sister. Um, Any money that a religious sister earns has to go to the community, and then as she needs it, that community will disperse it to her. For me, the church will never financially support me, therefore any money that I receive um, is mine as far as because I have to be able to support myself. Religious sister, she has um, Mother Superior, who is her person who she responds to and must be obedient to. Consecrated Virgin, her superior is her bishop. And Patricia, how did you, let's talk about your own specific calling. How did you hear the Lord's call and what was going through your mind when you heard this call to consecrated virginity, to give your your life, yourself to the, the Lord in this very particular, special way? Yes. Um, I heard it in 2009. Um, I always knew that I wanted to give myself to Christ in some way. I remember as when I was 17, wanting to, you know, thinking how neat it would be to be a religious sister, but never pursued that. Um, and now as I look back on that, he was preserving me for consecrated virginity. I also, you know, always thought that I would be married and have more kids than my mother and father ever did. Um, but never went out seeking a spouse, but always prayed, you know, if you want me to be married, you will send somebody into my life. Then in March of 2009, um, when I was sleeping, I was awoken by him asking me to be his and only his and um that reconfirmed that I was um, supposed to be his as far as his wife, but I didn't know as far as where he was calling me then. In 2010, I was talking with my associate pastor, and he thought that I was discerning some sort of religious life. Um, not necessarily a religious sister, but um, did not know exactly where I was being called either. He wanted me to talk to the vocation director for the Sioux Falls area, um, who was a consecrated virgin, but also for the northern part of the state, 
by Aberdeen, the vocation director there, who was a religious sister. Um, so when I got home that day, I didn't know what consecrated virgin was, so I Googled it and found the association for the United States and read a couple of sentences off off of there and found that that was where he was calling me. Hmm. So from that time, after the call, and you found and discovered what it meant to be a consecrated virgin, it sounds like that it, it made sense to you then. That was your answer, your direction. Yes, it was the... When you have a married couple that says that, yeah, I knew the moment I saw him or her that they would be mine. Yeah, it's the same for religious consecrated or priests at the moment they so what, know. And what day, what day did you uh, have the, make the consecration? And you, you would do this in front of the bishop, is that correct? Yes, it's um, in front of, the only ones that can do it is, either the bishop or the pope. Um, a priest okay. cannot. Um, it was August twenty second, 2017. Okay, so just over two years. Congratulations. And what sort of blessings have you discovered in your life since you made the consecration just over two years ago? What, how, how has our Lord continued to work with you and affirm that with additional graces? Just about 30 seconds, but uh, yeah. Can you speak to that, Patricia? Yes, um, just the people that he has put through my life, um, the people that come up to you and ask for prayers, even though they don't know who you really are or what you really are, but they kind of feel a safe zone with you. Um, just the grace itself um, of knowing the, that that was my vocation was an immense grace. Um but all the graces that you receive for the consecration um, have been, over the days, just kind of being reopened and rediscovering them, so to speak. Excellent. Patricia Cordell, thank you so much for joining us to talk about your vocation to consecrated virginity. If people wanted to find out more about this vocation, where would you suggest uh, young young women go? Um, what really helped me was the United States Association of Consecrated Virginity, um, their website. And if you just Google consecrated virginity, um, that would be very helpful. But... For my diocese, we had um, a man set apart that is the vicar for consecrated life, um, Monsignor Charles Mangan. So, I mean, if your diocese has such a person, um, I would start there, um, your vocation okay. director. Very good. Thank you so much, Patricia. Again, Patricia Cordell with us on Real Presence Live, talking about the wonderful, important 
witness the consecrated virginity. We, I, I worked with a couple of consecrated virgins in our office in the, in the chancery in Winona, and they are so inspiring. Yeah, so we thank have, you. We have several in the archdiocese as well. I know of several who are also discerning if that is the call that our Lord has. So thank you for your inspiring witness, Patricia. God bless you. You're welcome. Thank you. It's 57 past the hour. We wanted to put in a shameless plug for the Rochester Banquet Real Presence Live fundraiser with Dr. David Anders on December 12th, Thursday. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Next up, it's More to Life here on the RPR Network. God bless. God bless you all. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live.